Muli Bawanji from Stony Hill. This is the Rorschach Malawi update from the 8th of September 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. Last week, a survey conducted by Afrobarometer showed that the majority of Malawians would vote the previous government back into power if they could because the quality of life was much better than it is now. And given this week's events, might prove them right. Locals experienced a 14-hour blackout on Sunday the 4th. The country's electricity provider, the Electricity Supply Corporation, or ESCOM, released a statement prior to the incident and warned that there would be a prolonged load shedding due to, quote, inadequate power supply, end quote. While most people had prepared for the blackout, they didn't expect that they wouldn't have water either. On Sunday the 4th, Belancha Water Board announced that they couldn't distribute water to their customers because they use electrically powered water pumps. Because of this, people living in areas such as Kenjedsa, Bangwe, and around Catholic University had no water on Sunday. The incident happened just three days after Belancha Water Board had announced that they had an interruption in water pumping at their Muri Water Treatment Plant and Chichiri Pumping Station, quote, due to a fault, end quote. On top of this, the majority of local motorists are also dealing with a fuel shortage. When the fuel shortage first hit two weeks ago in the Longway City, the Malawi Regulatory Authority, or MIRA, and the National Oil Company of Malawi, or NOKMA, insisted that, quote, it was just a temporary hiccup, end quote. However, many people in the Longway are still queuing for the commodity till today. Furthermore, a lot of districts in the northern region, such as Mizuzu and Karonga, have also reported fuel shortages. To cushion the effects of the fuel shortage, a lot of consumers were burying fuel in jerry cans to store at home. But on Tuesday the 6th, Mira revoked the waiver which allowed consumers to buy up to 20 liters of fuel in jerry cans because consumers were abusing it. Instead, they said that only people with a valid fuel bulk purchase permit from Mira will be allowed to buy the 20 liter of fuel in jerry cans. This caused minor protests among some consumers who ended up throwing stones at authorities who were trying to enforce the new measure. On Tuesday the 6th, the Petroleum Importers Limited, or PIL, revealed that they are not able to import fuel due to a shortage of foreign exchange. The general manager of PIL, Martin Masumuka, said they are importing only 85% of their capacity. They said that they needed 22 million U.S. dollars to import the amount of fuel they need in order to avoid a fuel shortage. A lot of people are angry and disappointed with the government, especially because it keeps downplaying the severity of the issue. Moreover, a fake press release carrying Nukma's logo had been circulating on social media for a week now. Part of the statement says the country is experiencing a fuel crisis and that petrol and diesel have run out of the country's strategic fuel reserves. The document has been causing panic amongst many citizens. Many people are also displeased with the Anti-Corruption Bureau, or ACB, because they have suspicions that it might be corrupt entity. On Monday the 5th, news broke out that the ACB is missing on a file on its investigations into how one of the country's political parties, the United Transformation Movement, or UTM, purchased 44 vehicles. In May, a whistleblower by the name of Gosin Chinsu asked the ACB to launch a probe into the issue. However, when he went to follow up last month, he was told to make a fresh application because, quote, his previous statement was neither in the original or duplicate query, end quote. On Wednesday the 7th, the ACB dismissed reports of the missing file and said it had only been misplaced. The spokesperson for the ACB, Egrisa Nadala, said they are still conducting their investigations and that the findings of the inquiry will be made public once it's completed. A lot of people believe this is just a ploy to keep the citizenry quiet.
and the ACB knows more than it's disclosing. Others think that the government is using the ACB to cover its dirt. Many people in Belanger are preparing for protests, but this time it's not because they're angry with the government. They want a teenage boy called Musa to be released from prison. Musa was arrested in June after allegedly being found with 78 plastic bags of Indian hemp. The high court sentenced him to eight years in prison. Many people thought this punishment was too harsh, especially because other high-profile people had been giving fines for similar offenses. This started a movement called Hashtag Free Musa, where well-wishing locals lobbied for his freedom. On Thursday the 1st, the high court reduced Musa's sentence to three years. Hip-hop artist Fredo Kiss said he and other people were disappointed by the verdict and have said they will protest on the 15th in the heart of the city. Others think the verdict was fair. Last week, we mentioned that the Minister of Agriculture and Irrigation Development, Robin Lau, suspended all services of the country's grain trader, the Agriculture Oral Development and Marketing Corporation, or Admark. During the suspension, over 4,000 Admark employees were told not to report to work unless they were asked to. This week, it was revealed that the majority of these employees won't be returning to work at all. On Monday the 5th, Admark said it will be firing over 3,100 employees as part of its restructuring exercise. Currently, Admark has a little over 4,600 employees. The board chairperson for Admark, Alexander Konsumba Dezonzi, said the corporation has made tremendous revenue loss by paying employees who don't bring the corporation any value. As such, the employee expected to be fired are those who are an unprofessional and incompetent. He also said the number of individuals to be fired also accounts for employees who are nearing their retirement. The Admark board believes this will make a profitable entity. Many people are worried about those who will lose their jobs, especially because multiple people entered the job market this week. On Wednesday the 7th, over 1,000 students graduated at the University of Malawi in Zomba City. The students graduated from universities across the country, such as the University of Malawi, the University of Business and Applied Sciences, and the Kamuzu University of Health Sciences. While the majority of the citizens are happy for the graduates, they are also concerned that they won't be able to find jobs unless they have some connections. Last month, the government reclaimed four bus depots which were being run by a local company. This week, the government revealed that they are on a quest to reclaim ownership and management of all international schools that it previously managed. The schools include Sir Harry Johnson in Zomba, St. Andrews, and Hillview in Ballantry and Bishop Mackenzie in Lilongwe. The executive had managed these schools through the designated schools board until 1999, when the board was dissolved. They are currently managed by boards of trustees. Many people discuss the topic on social media. Some think it's wise for the government to reclaim all its properties, but don't believe it can manage the schools well because it's alleged corruptive practices. And to close this edition, a video of Nigerian artist Paterong King said Malawian videographer Vinny Visuals, quote, is the future of the industry, end quote, trended on social media. Rumors have said that the two are working on a music video together, hence their meetup. Vinny Visuals impressed a lot of Malawians in May after he revealed that he had been invited to the USA to undergo an Afrobeat music and film production camp at the Tyler Paris Studios in Atlanta. Many people also find him interesting because he broke out in the film industry at the young age of 15. You can check out Peteron King's video with the link in our show notes. And that's it for this week. So you've noticed we have no ads because we dislike them and respect your time. So if you want to help us out, buy one of our very cool t-shirts. Go to RoarShop.com and click on support or head over to the link in the show notes. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Any questions? Email us at podcast at Pintani Bueno. 